0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that...
1: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
0: Hello. And welcome back to the Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. It is a new month, and it is a brand new research theme at the Gal's Guide Library. And we're in a ghoulish frame of mind wanting to tell some scary stories. And maybe it's the pumpkin spice, and maybe it's because it's an election year. It's definitely because it's 2020, has been a series of paper cuts pretty much doused in hand sanitizer. You know, that that burning, that stinging sensation that makes you grit your teeth and beg for death. That's this year. Uh, The October theme of this month is scary gals. Ah, It's a diabolical choice because the galbells, gal, the galbells? The galbells. That's a new thing. Galbells.
2: More cowbells. Because the... (laughs) No.
0: Because the gal pals, there it is, get to choose what is scary to them. Did the scary gal they pick murder their entire family? Are they scream queen legends? Do they have scary morals? Coco Chanel, I'm talking about you. Or... Is J.K. Rowling's latest brain droppings that terrify them most? So find out this month on the Gals Guide podcast. That's the best I can do. There we go. So these are the brave gals who fear no evil in sharing the tales from the depths of hell and having it streamed on Zoom as well. So first up, <laughs> she paints dead ladies for a living. Oh my goodness. Welcome Bonnie <laughs> Fillenworth. Bonnie, what was dreadful and wonderful in your life since we've
2: last talked to you? Oh, I don't know. Same old stuff. <laughs> All right, same up, Like. <laughs> Oh no, I'm I'm still blown back by the the painting dead people. Me feel like I mean, I go to a morgue and do like portraits.
0: Generally, not all, but a lot of the ladies that you paint are already dead. So I just made it creepy. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, next up. She conquers the depths of the heat and flames and makes delicious, gluten-free goodies out of it. Welcome, Katie Harris. Katie, let's see if I can do this. Mentiqua caliente in your world. Did I say did I say your favorite <laughs> Spanish word right? Uh, many. Oh, and your internet dice. And your internet dice on hot butter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how close. do you how do you say hot butter in Spanish, Katie?
1: <laughs> uh, now I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it manichilla manichilla? caliente?
0: There it is, Manatia caliente. Manichilla. <laughs> there it is. Hot wow, butter. Hot butter.
1: Adding some scary to this. <laughs> Let's not drag high school Spanish.
0: <laughs> that was scary <laughs> to me. <Okay. laughs> Mm, yeah. Yeah. High school Spanish. Uh, so, yeah. what is hot butter in your world, Katie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I did something today I've never ever done before ever.
0: Is it put a flashlight under your face and tell scary stories? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, I went golfing. What (gasps) happened (laughs) to (laughs) Katie? Or or rather I drove a cart and drank beer while Josh That's my girl.
0: That's my girl. All right. Nope. I like it. Okay.
1: (laughs) So just been feeling good. Balls in the air around here and we had a beautiful day outside and all's good in our world.
0: I thought you just said balls in the air. You said fall is in the air. Okay. All
1: right. Did I say balls? No, No, I think you said fall,
2: but I think wishful drinking. There's balls in in (laughs) there. I mean, it's it's the fall of the patriarchy. So, oh (laughs) yes.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to go be scary right now because the dog has my
0: slipper. Okay, all right, go get your slipper. Go be scary to that dog. All right, so next up. This lady has battled dinosaurs. That's right. And now she's taking on the apocalypse. So, madmen, look out because Claire Lockhart is back. Woo! Yay! Claire, uh, what devils have you been, Dustin, since you were last on the show?
3: <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for having me back. It's scary to be here. No. <laughs> I love it! (laughs) Well, since I was last here, I've been working on a new series that envisions the post-apocalypse, but it gasps, (gasps) includes women in it! (gasps) So I'm calling this
0: series
3: (laughs) Thunder Domesticity. Uh, So so imagine the post-apocalypse, but with a june cleaver aesthetic
0: <laughs> yes yes please so
3: if you if you want to see what i'm up to you could check it out on instagram with Sweet. thunder domesticity
0: there you go i will def- i'm gonna put a link in the show notes so people can get there <gasps> even faster
3: yay that's right that, oh my you God. know that's how i'm coping with the 2020 apocalypse anyway
0: oh okay is, <laughs> is uh is hashtags and links that are quicker <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. With the apocalypse and oh, domesticity.
3: Thunder domesticity. <laughs>
0: I love it. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, as for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach. I'm the executive director of Gals Guide. And it is safe to say uh, that for a living, I am surrounded by biographies of women. So I can say I see dead people all the time. Dead see people. what I did there? <laughs> I see dead people. Uh, but that's okay because we all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, so I love it. Okay. All right. We can totally take flashlights off and lights on. You ready for this? Oh, but wait, it didn't get any better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, look at all these lovely ladies. There they are. I'm going to give Bonnie a minute to get some lights on up in this because then You know, you people on Zoom who have had that lovely treat of flashlights up our noses. We were gorgeous, y'all. Absolutely
3: gorgeous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness... I really am looking forward to this month to explore what is scary. Um, because sometimes uh, people will even, we have such a cancer, cancer, ugh, cancel, that's the word, cancel culture, that if somebody gets a little bit scary, it's like, oh, they're dead to me and I never speak of them again. Um, but complex creatures throughout history are very interesting to me. Because I firmly believe that we can learn something from Everyone, even if those lessons are what not to do, <laughs> those can sometimes be a little bit more powerful and life affirming of what not to do. <laughs> so, who is brave enough to go first? Dun 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 dun. I mean, I always want to go first. <laughs> Then you know what, Bonnie. You shall go first. Absolutely. Who do you have for us, scary lady?
2: <laughs> I, I'm tempted to to not tell you like her her name until later. I got you. We'll play I a mean, game. People watching the podcast later are gonna be able to see the name. This and the is title very anyway. true
0: because when you click on it, it does tell you kind of who it is. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but for our shits and giggles, <laughs> sure. Oh. So I'm doing Cassandra Peterson, who da, da, was da. born, da, 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 <laughs> who was born in uh, 1951. Gotcha. When she was a uh, toddler at Easter, her uh, they were doing the the boiling of the eggs. She's born mm-hmm. in like Kansas, I think, um, and. She was apparently old enough to pull a chair up to the stove, and she pulled the boiling hot water on herself. Oh no! And she was like eight. And got, she no, she was like a toddler. Oh, she was a toddler. She you said? Like, oh like, my yeah, god! Like, like two. Oh, and had boiling. Yeah. Water. Oh, ow. Okay, yeah. So she got third-degree burns on 35 percent of her body. Uh, they thought, the doctors thought she wouldn't survive because oh. uh, back in the day if you got more than like 25% you just didn't live
3: Yeah.
2: Um, they gave her a new drug called penicillin <gasps> and gave her like apparently it. like an extremely high dose of it because they didn't know how all that worked back then and they gave her a whole bunch of skin grafts Okay. so like throughout her childhood she's got all these scars like mostly like on her back But she's got scars. She wears, like, every uh, family photo of her. She's got, like, um, turtlenecks on. She Mm. never learned to swim because she refused to wear a swimming suit. Mm. But that all changed. (laughs) Yeah. But that changed when she hit puberty because it hit hard. And she says she grew boobs overnight. (laughs) Congrats. And they were... (laughs) huge huge (laughs) boobs um maybe it was all those skin grafts (laughs) i don't know um so when she was uh 14 she became a go-go dancer which for me i was like what like i was just thinking like dance in the club like no like she would be like skimpy outfits like out till two in the morning wow. at 14. We 14. well i mean and to have the time. <laughs> she said she drove really... herself and well, she, she, <laughs> she's she's not allowed to drive but she drove herself <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, like to neighboring states on the weekends to go do like go-go dancing gigs Wow. So
3: fourteen-year-old's driving—that's the scary part yeah, of your story. I know. Right? There's so
2: many elements <laughs> of this oh.
0: that is scary. Which uh, uh, like I mean, it's a adventure. Crowing. Which part is scariest? Yes. Fourteen-year-old driving. Yes. Fourteen-year-old go-go dancer. Fourteen-year-old crossing state lines.
2: <laughs> so when um, there there was a, a movie that she loved, and I can't remember the name of it. I don't think it's *Viva Las Vegas*, but okay. Um, it would have come out in like the '60s or something. Was but it an Elvis together. movie? I don't know if it was Elvis. Okay. Um, but her family, like they took a family vacation to Las Vegas when she was 17. Okay. And she'd seen this movie that had Vegas in it, and she was like, oh, Vegas. Um, she convinced her parents to let her go see, she calls it a tit Nash show. I don't know what they're <laughs> called now. They're called I think they call them DNA. <laughs> like a topless, you know, the, with the feathers and the, that like, yeah. that's the most that they're wearing show. show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's 17. She convinces her parents to let her go to one of these shows. I think I'm loving her parents. And yeah. she says, <laughs> she says, it's okay. I've got a fake ID. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> Yep, be resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> right? So she uh, put in—I think she called them wiglets, which I'm guessing is like little tiny wigs. I think so, or something. She she tried to make herself look look older. You know, right. she's wearing more adult clothes, and she wore fake eyelashes, and she's convinced that either she looked older or looked like a hooker. Like either way, either way <laughs> since it's Vegas. It was fine. <laughs> At some point someone asks her if she's a dancer and she's like, Oh no. <laughs> and then uh not since I was another 15. like a team of people come <laughs> out and they're they, they want her to come backstage and she's like rap. I've been found out. Like she's freaking out. And they, they take her backstage and they're like Well, can you dance? Like, if we put on some music, can you dance for us? And she's like, yeah, I I dance. I love to dance. (laughs) So she dances for them, and they say, well, we've got this new show opening up (laughs) in a few months. And then she, like, she just breaks down. She's cried. She's hysterical. She's like, I'm only 17. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So so they they draw this like contract for her that since she's seventeen, she would not be allowed in the casino or to drink, but she could dance topless oh.
0: you know see
2: the world like, is That's fine <laughs> yeah so she she brings this like contract to her parents, and they're like, "No, oh, like like apparently they're cool enough for her to go see, but Like, they're like, no. So for, like, the next, like, six months, she makes her parents' life like a living hell. (laughs) The day after she graduates high school, she's by in Vegas. Because she stayed in contact with these people. So she's working in Vegas as a showgirl. At 19, she loses her virginity to Tom Jones. Oh. Was she saving it for
0: Tom Jones? Because, you know, if you're Vegas obsessed, I kind of feel like... You've got a list.
2: <laughs> and he, you know, she told him like afterwards, and he didn't really like believe her. I mean, you're working as, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're showing your boobs every night. So he never even like thought that she would even remotely be a virgin. Right. And, you know, she's a go go night. Like, I don't think anyone ever thought about it. Yeah. Um, she met him again a few years later when she's in her mid-twenties at a party. And she was just kind of like, oh, hey, remember <laughs> me? And he was like, yeah, you're that broad with all the scars on her back. That's oh, wow. That's how he dick. remembered her? Oh. That's a dick yeah, it move. Is. Yeah. That, that's like the equivalent of like, you know if you're reversing the genders and the girl's like, yeah, you're the one with the tiny <laughs> dick. Right, exactly. Like, that's so bad. And Let I got me just a find your worst in front of people. Oh, great. Like, she was mortified. Yay. Yeah. Aww. But also, while she was in Vegas, she had a date with mm-hmm. Elvis Presley. Really? Really? She had a list. <laughs> she was still under age so they didn't do anything like she talks about elvis had just like a team like a chaperone like a group of people that would watch and make sure that nothing happened which it seems like a lot of other people famous people need this this group of people to watch them the entourage yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but they they didn't really like do anything i mean they, they they had a meal and they went back to I'm assuming his place, but they, you know, played piano all night. Like they kind of stayed up all night and were just talking about all this stuff. Um, He told her that she had a great voice, but she should get some uh, singing lessons and that she should get the hell out of Las Vegas, which she did.
0: That's so lovely.
2: She ended up, she went to Europe for a while and was like the lead singer in a couple bands. Ah. And she did a little film work. And when she came back to the US, she joined an improv group called the Groundlings. Yes, I love the Groundlings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the other uh, famous people to come from this group that she's still like uh, good friends with is Paul Rubens. Yeah. Also known as Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
0: sorry I was a little too excited (laughs) it was like you had the word of the day or something going on (laughs) yes
2: no I I had to like look up I was like what is his real name like I don't even remember and it led to like a whole wormhole of all the Pee Wee Herman stuff which then led to there's like some skits where he was on SNL which then led to Jim Carrey doing impersonations of him and Mr. Rogers Uh ah It, it was a whole I was like, "Nope, I gotta get back.
0: Did <laughs> you get thing. to I didn't know Pee Wee Herman's real name until he was arrested at a porn theater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I learned is real. that mugshot looks weird. But that's what got him the role on Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie. Because they saw that Ooh. mugshot and they went I want that scary guy as a vampire in the movie. And they hired Paul Rubens and kind of gave him a little
2: bit of a comeback. Yeah, I know. I
0: know.
2: You know, typecasting
0: gets you cast.
2: <laughs> oh, it was funny. I was looking on his, his Wikipedia page, and after that incident came out, they were talking about, like, one of the people that was, like, showing support for him. Like, oh, no, he's a great guy, was Bill Cosby. Oh. Which was, I'm sure, sounded great back in the day. In the day.
0: But it didn't, didn't age know. well. Well when you know better. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she was working there doing improv with with those guys and she always played these, I don't know, she she didn't come up with like a whole lot of like really unique characters. She was always just kind of the girlfriend, the bimbo or whatever. I mean she's she's in this group with a bunch of guys, so she's gotta be like the lady for all Mm -hmm. this stuff, which she was fine with. You know, she was having fun you know, doing her thing. She was in the room Uh, where it happened. Someone... So, there's that. Yeah. (laughs) And now that's in my freaking head. I'm sorry, sorry. I forgot. You know that reference now, so therefore (laughs) the song plays. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, But someone, um, it was a producer or executive or something, they were trying to uh, do a Friday night um, horror Like show where they would weekly show shows and they needed a host and he saw her like valley girl character and he was like I want you to come and audition for this and I want you to do that character and she's just like but it's horror like she grew up loving horror Um, maybe because she was like scarred so she was like oh I like this stuff yeah Um, so that's when they came up with the character of Elvira, ooh, Mistress ooh. of the Dog, eh? Mistress of the Dog, oh,
0: yes, that.
2: <laughs> so that's her her big thing that she she's known for. Yes, um, and they started it in eighty one by eighty It was syndicated. Yeah, oh, wow. So she she was in her thirties, cool. um by. 83 it was syndicated like across the country and everything like like looks so like low budget like it was filmed in la Mm. um it was so low budget when it was syndicated all throughout like she has fans that come up and tell her like oh you recorded that in you know in my small wisconsin town and she's like (laughs) no no i didn't it
0: was a 40 million (gasps) dollar estate in (laughs) bel-air
2: Uh, but, you know, throughout the time, they couldn't, when they would, like, renew her contract, they could not, she was, like, the highest, um, like, rating show that they had. They couldn't afford to pay her more, so she she started to, her and her manager, uh, started to just ask for more things. Like, well, can we start a fan club? And they were like, sure! And they were like, well, can we do some merchandising for the fan club? So, you know, we could send them t-shirts and stuff. So they just kept asking more and more and more. Uh-huh. And that was like one of the smartest things she ever did. Because she owns the character of Elvira. Like the studio does not own it. That's smart. Uh, That's George Lucas yeah. smart right there. <laughs> and uh, right before they started like filming, I guess this lady who had done a similar thing back like really late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it your doggy Bonnie that's going that's barking? Oh, okay. You're like, well that's fine. I <laughs> think Katie thought for know, a second like that it was her doggy. Two barks.
2: <laughs> two barks. That's um, it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um there was a lady who did a similar thing back I've only really seen black and white, so okay. I'm guessing that's how old that show was. Uh her name was Vampira. And there was Uh. a really good uh, YouTube thing. I saw a thing that had uh, Morticia, Vampira, and Elvira. And kind of like what the similarities are between them. Her freaking waist. Like she wears this corset. Like it's it looks like smaller than her neck.
0: She's like oh, oh like happy. that's
2: yeah. to me that's the was the scariest <laughs> thing about her. But she right. tried to like sue her because she was like stealing her her thing. Right. I mean, really, the only similarities is that they have black hair and they wear a black dress. So they were right. kind of like, that's not not yeah. really enough to hold up. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes sense. Um,
2: but they she had her show there for seven years doing her thing. That's and she's yeah this she's this like valley girl character like it's so weird like I had not seen her I started watching the movie she's like I don't know she makes all these these puns which is amazing yeah all day long she's making these puns and she she makes fun of the movies that they're showing and she makes these like it's like a PG-13 show so she'll make like references, you know, that she's got huge ratings <laughs> while she's motioning at her breasts. Ratings. Like, it's, yeah, that's her, her iconic thing is that she's a
3: very low-cut
2: shirt, which is why I wore my, my they all natural. Yes, the natural, <laughs> there, there you go. go. I yeah. see it
0: now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I
0: like yeah. it. But they are natural um, because I, you know, Dolly Parton will say, you know, it takes a lot of money to make yeah. this cheap and I always wondered.
2: <laughs> they are natural. Yeah. They they are natural. Like she's never done anything with her breast. She has had some surgeries over the years for her scarring Yeah, that makes sense. Um she says it's gotten a lot better cuz it's like it's faded and they, they stretched um, but she's had some stuff uh, touched up for that. Makes
0: sense. Um,
2: she, but she says Elvira only shows the good bits. Oh, I like it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, at one point, they did a—I uh, think it was like a show. They were trying to do the search for the next Elvira. I remember. What they that. were trying to do was get a like a team of Elviras it that RBS. would go out yes they would go out like halloween season and they would come and sit on your lap and you would tell them what you wanted for halloween and this didn't (laughs) catch on because i like this far more than santa (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it just it didn't catch on i think they just you know there's only one elvira so i guess it's kind of it is a highlander
0: situation yeah there can be only one Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) it's not that she kills the other ones no (laughs) No. um she's had issues with stalkers over the years like she kind of like joked about you know she's she's buddies with the la stalking department Because she's always calling up there. She's had like several bad ones. Um, she had one stalker in particular that got really bad. She he sent her a package. She didn't open it. Someone else like at her house opened. I don't know if it was like someone on her her staff or she had friends over. Like they would not let her look at the box, but they told her it was a female body part in that box. Mm, no. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is, oh. and I'm like, well, if it's a female, like, and identifiably so. I
0: Either way, you know what? anyway <laughs> you slice them, not good, not good, no.
2: Mm-mm.
3: Creepers, creepers, um, creeper, creeper's gonna creep.
2: Yeah. That. That <laughs> intentional. <laughs> wow. Uh, she's had some run-ins. Oh, I know. With, Wait a
1: minute. Um, Was it
0: Gwyneth halt- Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. Was it before seven? I don't know. After seven? I'm just sorry Uh, (laughs) Sorry,
2: it's seven reference. What's uh, in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) Um she's had like several issues with uh sexual assaults throughout the years. Yeah.
3: Um
2: she had one, I guess I had never heard of like Heard of the term date rape that way? Like, for me, when I hear date rape, I think someone drugs you. Oh, okay. But I guess she had a guy come to her house at one point, and she's kind of like, Well, you know, she just wasn't really feeling it. She's like, Well, yeah. I gotta get up in the morning, and, and you know, she's trying to be nice about it. And he just, he pinned her to the floor and was gonna, he was screaming that he was gonna knock her teeth in. And. The, and she just kind of zoned out and just, right. so, and then when he left, he Surviving was like, mode. don't tell anyone or I'm going to come back and finish the job. And <laughs> she was just, oh, it was bad. Uh, mistress of the dark. That shouldn't happen uh, to you. Uh, no. <laughs> On a lighter note. Right, I was going to say, um, this is also
0: why she needs an army. <laughs>
2: yes. Um, Brad Pitt owns her former house or or did at one point. She sold her house. She had uh these gates that I guess have like cobweb I forget it's cobwebs or spiders on them. Nice. He's kinda like covered them up, like they're still there. I I don't know if there's like bushes in front of it or gotcha. something. But then she ended up buying the house next door to him. Ah. Anyway, like which is like weird. I don't know. Um so she said like so someone was joking about like if she ever like knew who her stalkers was, and someone joked that is it Brad Pitt like right. <laughs> and she's like, I wish <laughs> Yeah. You know, she was we could like all saying that, that problem. Maybe, you know, no no, she she was maybe stalking Brad Pitt because she would go out into her terrace and be like, you oh, know, just try to catch a glimpse of Brad Pitt or walk her dog for the thirtieth time that day. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> yes,
2: she had announced in February that she had a deadline <laughs> for her autobiography, and that was supposed to be set for a Halloween 2020 release. Oh, I haven't seen anything yet. Of I haven't either. Any kind of a release date, like a pre-order, anything? I mean, I it could know, have been like postponed. Been down with all the COVID stuff. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. So anytime there should be an autobiography coming out. Okay, cool. The Uh, library is
0: totally gonna have to get that I was really hoping it would come out like
2: right right? before we were recorded so I could like power through it. But no. But now to do a follow-up. How about this? When it comes out, we'll do like a (laughs) follow-up. I think we should try to get her on show because she's gonna like a lot of podcasts.
3: Sweet! That would be awesome.
2: Um, But no, it's it's really great to see that she went from, like, covering herself up, like, from all these scars to just flaunting it. And having this, like, just just total, like, body and Mm self-confidence. And she's, you know, she's a smart woman. Like, she is a businesswoman. Yeah. Like, and she's so, like, freaking nice. Mm Mm-hmm. She does a lot of charity
0: work too, doesn't she? And I I can't remember exactly what her charities are, but but I thought I I would see her from here to there. You know what I mean? At least donating. There was some kind of
2: you know, there was like a a AIDS event. I think she did a big thing. And she pops up like everywhere. um, There there was some kind of game that came out where she was like a little freebie character. (laughs) <laughs> and it it was on a clip of something I was watching, and it it looked like it was like The Sims, but it wasn't The Sims. Oh, okay, and you can see her character just being like flown across the screen, and I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like getting like like run over, and I'm like, "I right? don't know what is going on here."
0: Adorable. She's like it's a little nuts. Easter egg. No, I started
2: watching. <laughs> yeah, but now she's got a. You know, they have a collection of all the old shows on Mm -hmm. They were on vhs back in the day i'm sure they're on dvd now um and i think i saw that they are streaming somewhere but it's not a major it's not like netflix or hulu it's okay like a particular like station or something um you can stream them um and there is a movie and that's on hulu Blue, her Elvira Mistress of the Dark movie. Yes, I remember and I'm that about movie. halfway through that. I started yes. it last night. It's good. It, it's totally Can't be it's a hell. very fun movie. Like mm-hmm. I love her character. Like she yes, it's great. Like she sits down at a bar and these two dudes start hitting on her and he's like, I got something to show you. She's like, I didn't bring my magnifying glass. <laughs> like it's great. Yes. And she just eventually she she grabs their beers. And just pours them on her lap. <laughs> it's great. Exactly.
3: Badass. One of the things that I love about the Elvira movie too. Is that she does all this like positivity. And having like ownership of your body. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning when her. Is it her producer that's being very inappropriate yes. with her. Like this is way <gasps> foreshadowing to me too. And it's like <gasps> Elvira is a feminist text. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and
0: she's standing up for herself and she's showing us how to do it too
3: <laughs> right she's definitely like a good example of that you can be attractive you can be sexy but it doesn't invite people to be inappropriate mm-hmm. with you right.
2: yeah she does not i mean she, she's all for like flirting yeah but if she's not down for it she's she's got no problem telling him to go screw off. like it's <laughs> great Love it. <laughs> and I see that dude just straight up, like, he's being kind of like, oh, we should get dinner, whatever. He just straight up just grabs her boobs. <laughs> she is, like, yelling and, like, poking him so far back there, trying to, like, record the, the next uh, thing for the TV, like, the weather. <laughs> and she's just poking him. And like, she's like, it! He's <laughs> <It's> great. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, I totally remember watching her show. And I can't remember if it was like Friday nights or something like that, if it was a thing or if it was just like a special, you know what I mean? Where it just kind of, it always felt like it came out around Halloween. Like maybe there would be four episodes somewhere. Uh, But my brother and I always watched them and it was kind of, it always almost felt like Mystery Science Theater 3000 too, you know what I mean? Because it was the movie and then she'd come back and then she'd make the movie better because it was usually shit. And And I really don't like horror movies, but I thought she was hilarious and awesome. So I watched it for her.
2: (laughs) I would love to see... um... For a while there, um, a friend and I would watch the Spinguli yeah. stuff. Okay. Um, I would love to see her and Spinguli do a thing together. because <laughs> He's always making it like he'll make little like props and they're both like doing these these jokes, making fun of the show. Right. See. Yeah. So the, I would love to see that.
0: Katie, did you ever yeah. watch Elvira growing up? Or yesterday? No. I mean, I'm just saying as a grown-ass <laughs> woman.
1: <laughs> I've never watched Elvira. I'm familiar with like visually what her character looks like, but I don't, now I want to watch Elvira. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think you get a big Thank kick out of her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's like you should go look at her website. I remember when I was th- first thinking about covering her, I went to her website and it's just there's puns everywhere. Like, she is. Um, all the other books that she's had before have been like, they're picture books, mm-hmm. is what they are. Um, but she calls them coffin table books.
0: Coffin table. <laughs> like,. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, everything is great. I think there was some kind of pun she had for signing up for her email list. <laughs> like, it's great. I might have to steal or borrow or paraphrase
0: a few for Scary Gals Month. <laughs> yes. And give credit where credit is due. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you guys have any questions for Bonnie about Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, or... Tell me again, Cassandra Peterson? Peterson, right? yes. There we
2: go. I, g-
3: I guess if there's like a call for an Elvira army, are you getting like the big bouffant and signing up?
2: Yep. <laughs> I love that wig. Like that is, that is amazing. It's almost like a mullet? Almost. It's yeah. like short th- on the top and then it comes down. But
0: it's like it's 50s great. beehive with like rockadoo. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That's something.
3: Well, have you seen those Star Wars guys that are in the the Stormtrooper outfits that do all the comic book day and stuff? Mm-hmm. We should just have a whole army of Elvira's. Yes, I, I think, think so. Is. Yes.
2: There's right. an Elvira Probably. parade. Yeah. <laughs> I and also she'll definitely know, be on your
3: podcast.
0: <laughs> we can get drag queens in on this because I'll bet you there are oh. some fierce queens that make an excellent Elvira. And I watch a lot yeah. of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I have not seen too many dressed up as Elvira. And now I'm she's starting to think that's a shame.
2: <laughs> on there, or on she... an episode as a judge, I don't know if she was in Elvira costume or right, not. Right, right. Um, but she she does often call like her costume like she's in drag, like she's she's yes. in the character. There's lots of makeup and prep to get her in that. And it's
0: camp because that's the essence of drag as well Mm -hmm. is that layer of campiness where everything is uh, exaggerated and made fun of. So yeah, no, I could
2: see that. (laughs) No, and I was noticing in the movie, you know, like the way she does even like her eye makeup where like, she's trying to like make her eyes bigger. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that's got like some like drag queen roots there. Yes, it does.
3: Nice. (laughs)
0: Uh, well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool scary gal. As the Gals Guide podcast continues. Uh, thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.